0: Hello everyone. You are listening to WKNC eighty-eight point one FM HD one Rally. We are a student-run organization over here at NC State. I am Kiva Wilson, and this is Off the Record. Hello everyone. Today we have with us joining me for a new episode of Off the Record is Jasmine Milan, who will be playing a double barrel. You go see her. Um, the first question I have for you, not even music-related, but I just had to say this: You had a great. Cosplay of him from the Powerpuff Girls.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: <laughs> what are some of the other cartoons that you kind of lo- love and look back on fondly from your childhood?
1: Oh, um, definitely Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's one of my okay. favorites.
2: That's a good uh, one.
1: Rocket Power. Oh, I want. I think it good on this spot? Rocket Power, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, of course, everything on Disney, Lizzie McGuire, yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Steven um oh you talk about cartoons my bad um
0: <laughs> it's still fire
1: though <laughs> going off the list um foster's home for imaginary friends that's a good one yeah it's so many like honestly all the all the cartoon numbers stuff all the nickelodeon stuff mm-hmm. like yeah um anime stuff too um mm-hmm. but like that's more like teenage times i guess yeah yeah
0: um I, honestly, it's kind of interesting you brought up anime because my question, next question, I kind of had to do with that as well. Um, oh. I checked out some of your music videos and it seems like you do a, a whole lot of like even especially for someone at your level, you put a whole lot of effort into a music video, which I feel like is honestly like neglected nowadays, like in the early 2000s, like having a, a bomb music video was the whole thing. Yeah. Um so, like, you kind of pull from, like, Y2K, like, anime, like, hyper-pop kind of aesthetics in your yeah. music. How can you, how do you kind of go into, like, fitting, like, visuals with the songs that you made?
1: I feel like um visuals are, like, the easier part for me because I'm <laughs> a visual artist, too. So, I feel like that's kind of, um I feel like sometimes even, like, maybe if I picture something visually, it helps me musically more so than anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, and it also gives me a way, I guess, to, like, round out my ideas, like, as a artist, musical art, artist, fashion designer, you know, I do a lot of different stuff, so I feel like mm-hmm. my music is kind of where it just, like, all is supposed to, like, tumbleweed into its world, so I just yeah. kind of, like, um, different components of myself visually from, like, maybe um, just doing anime references sometimes, or the mm-hmm. Y2K, or, like, whatever the song is about, or whatever, but, like, I feel like at some point when I get my catalog like more more in my catalog, mm-hmm. I'll have it will make sense cohesively like okay this is what she's going for and this is how like sonically it matches with the visuals. Yeah. I feel like like I just like I'll i think of something for the visuals, but at some point it's all going to kind of just like mesh together.
0: Hmm. Um. How much of like the editing do you do? Do you do most of that, or do you have someone kind of help you in with the editing part?
1: Yeah, I feel like um, most videos I do edit myself, or I have some at some point do something in the editing process. Mm-hmm. Um, some videographers I haven't really like um, had to do anything like over top of it, but yeah, I like being a part of that like process too, the video editing or like adding effects on top. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um. So I'm looking forward to seeing you a double barrel. Um. Yeah. What about KNC made you want to join us?
1: Well, first I always get support from the radio station, mm-hmm. and I think it's super dope. I mean, I see all the different artists locally um, are uplifted by the radio station, promoted, even on Twitter, like mm-hmm. like people being posted and things like that. And I think that's super important to be a part of a community that uplifts you and mm-hmm. makes you feel like, you know, um, your stuff is being heard, um, honestly, and that the effort isn't going to waste. Because I don't feel like it's going to waste if you're putting it out there. Of course, it's yeah. all important but to have like people continuously championing you and helping you and helping promote the stuff. It really does go a long way. So that's why.
0: Um, did you have a favorite radio station growing up?
1: I'm from Delaware. So mine was power 99. And that's just like basic, like local, like hip hop type. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Um,
0: Speaking of another artist that we like at KNC, Austin Royale. um, You helped DJ for an opening for one of his singles. Yeah. Um, Can you kind of talk me through how like you became a DJ and kind of how you kind of build your sets?
1: Um, okay, how I became a DJ, I wanted a DJ for um an art show I was throwing. Actually. And at the time I couldn't afford it. And I'm like, you make some playlists. You can do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you can do this. And um, it started there. I feel like for me, it was OK. I started with just like like a phone playlist with that one. Then yeah. I downloaded Virtual DJ and I was just doing it mm-hmm. off my computer. And it kind of just like progressed from there. And I feel like all my sets are different just depending on the show, because even like musically, I feel like I get asked to do such a wide range of stuff. So it might be like a more grunge rock show like Austin or something that's just like straight twerking music or Mm -hmm. like hyper pop. So it just depends on the energy of the show and also me like kind of like mixing components from other ones, because I might like throw in something that's perkable at a hyper pop set or Mm -hmm. something. I know with Austin's. I knew. I'm like, okay. I know this is gonna be. Um, it's it needs some film energy on this lineup. Yeah, so yeah. It
2: <laughs>
1: that's gonna be twerkable, even though I'm uh-huh. a to the like aesthetic of what's going on.
0: Okay. Oh, uh, can you kind of talk about how you met, um, Austin Royal a bit?
1: Dang. Uh, how did we meet? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Uh, I don't really remember exactly. I, okay. So when I first came to North Carolina, I, uh, I went to North Carolina Central. So, okay.
2: Okay.
1: I was bored. I was just so bored of campus and like <laughs> I didn't go to college. So I wasn't. Not to say I wasn't open to friends. I just was uh-huh. looking for my tribe of people. So I remember yeah. like looking up like what are the local shows here, like on Twitter and different stuff like that. And um, I saw a flyer. I think the show was at the Penhook, and oh, I love
0: that place.
1: Yeah, I love I love the Penhook. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I want to say it was it was Austin. It was Austin. It was uh J K the Reaper. It was like a cool lineup, and it mm-hmm, just looked mm-hmm. fire, looked cool. And I was like, I'm gonna just go on a whim and see, like, hit them up and see, like, what type of people they are. And like, I hit them up, and I I don't remember if we met from that. But I, I know that's our initial first communication. Like, hey, like, you're a cool artist. Like, I'm here. I'm trying to just meet other cool artists. And he's just an open, cool person. So it kind of went from there. And he's super fun to work with and stuff like that. So it's just a, you know, um ongoing cool-ass working relationship.
0: Cool, cool. Um, I don't know if you know, but we had him at Double Barrel last year. So it was cool to see him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, you, we've already kind of talked about, like, the multiple ways and avenues you kind of artistically express yourself
1: i kind of wanted to touch
0: upon like your your drawn art um what kind of like because like it's amazing by the way (laughs) you could definitely write your own manga if you really wanted to thank
2: you um
0: what kind of what kind of inspired you to to start kind of drawing with that with that art style oh i feel like i was
1: i was drawing for a long time like um probably like since I was a kid I was drawing like monsters and stuff and I know when I got exposed to manga and stuff I would try to like recreate some of that stuff I feel like um when I got older of course I was more intentional about like what am I actually drawing or what I'm inspired by but it's usually random like sometimes I'll see something and I'm or maybe I'll have an idea and I want to like branch off from that and then like mix different components to kind of like get the final piece and um stuff like that so it's inspiration from everywhere some of the pieces are like I guess like deeper when I think about them, and then some of them are just like a random thing I saw and I'm like, oh, like mm-hmm. I my own interpretation of what I see from that,
0: okay. Do you have some favorite animes or uh, mangas?
1: um, uh, okay, my favorite anime I to say uh, dead mm, I'm gonna say parasite is one of my favorite because that I always love that. yeah um, I love a comic I kill. I love mm-hmm. um Dead man Wonderland, okay uh, I love Jujutsu Kaisen right now. Um, what else? Favorite wise, I like really like Devilman Crybaby. I really like Soul Eater and Demon Slayer. I know that's a lot to list off as favorite. I don't even. I feel like if I'm asked this later, I'm like, are those my favorite? Or am I just saying the first? <laughs> but definitely, if I have to make a favorite list, Parasite is always going to be one of the ones that's on there.
0: Yeah, I think no, t- I think you picked some good choices. Devilman Crybaby is definitely one of my favorites. I think it's short, sweet great mm-hmm. animation
1: Very, um, I feel like underrated in terms of like maybe because it's like a Netflix original because I feel like mm-hmm. people on Netflix so they don't want to give it like oh that's the best anime because it's Netflix I'm like no that's pretty goaded like storyline how they interpret everything yeah
0: um I don't know because some of my favorites I'm not really a big like anime show watcher I'm more like a movie person like Akira and the Ghost in the Shell
1: yes I don't
0: know if you've seen any of those but those are really good
1: mm-hmm. yes I'm um, I'm literally working on, like, an Akira animation right now. I love Akira. Um, mm-hmm. I was like that, too. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. I was very much like, okay, I'm not going to watch a whole bunch of episodes right now. So I'm just, like, finding different cool movies. So we definitely mm-hmm. got to tap in and say, like, exchange movie choices and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> um, when I kind of listen to your music, I kind of think of people, like, maybe, like, Shy Girl, Rico Nasty
3: um
0: (laughs) you definitely bring that you definitely bring some insane energy to every single track which i I love some great energy on the track how do you kind of like hype yourself up and like really like bring out like what you think a track should sound like in like actual form and get you like get that energy up for a track that uh,
1: first of all i love shy girl and i love rico nasty so i'm like i'm one like yes i love that (laughs) production so Mm -hmm. um but um that's a great question. I feel like it's kind of just like a thing I play around with for real because mm. sometimes like I'll be real chill and then I'll be like, nah, this is not how you want to say it. And sometimes I like when I'm recording, like whatever emotions on that on, because a lot of times I'm like popping my shit. Excuse me, I'm a lot of cuts on here. I'm mm. like, or right, um, I'm pop- I'm just popping it or whatever. And like it might be something in me that's like getting off, like getting that off my chest, like getting those things yeah, off my even if I suppress it or sometimes I'm a little pissed or it just like be different feelings like coming out. So I'm like, it just, I feel like it's like a therapy almost like really where I just like let it out. Even if I'm saying something positive or hyper, sometimes it just yeah. like uh, uh, touching a release. It like helps me, I guess, get more high energy. But I I feel like lately I've been doing a lot of like more like chill sounding yeah. stuff, but I'm definitely like something inside me is like get back into the hyper stuff. You're super hyper. Like, <laughs>
0: um i'm kind of curious like what you're you kind of talked about like you kind of switched between like a more hyper and maybe a more kind of laid-back approach to a song um besides kind of how you're feeling at the time how do you kind of like oh this i think my new song is going to sound maybe like more like this like how do you kind of go into like what the overall kind of aesthetic of a sound is going to be before you make the single
1: that's that's such a good question I'm still figuring it out to be honest because mm-hmm. like I like I feel like I'm in the process of figuring out like what do I want to sound like next mm-hmm. but I'm just not ask too many questions to myself and just like yeah joke. because I feel like sometimes with me I'm too like um I don't even want to say hypercritical but I'm I like I get so technical of like what I want to be presented at or I, what I want the music to be presented as or how mm-hmm. I want to I, I ask so many questions, which I think it is important to be intentional. But sometimes I'm like just have fun. Sometimes like I feel like I made my raw stuff when I just didn't think too much about it and just like, you know, just did it. But I do mm-hmm. think as an artist, you should be intentional and in going into it. But I really don't know right now. Like I'm currently working on a project to where I wanna like curate a sound, mm-hmm. but I just have like a long way to go before it's gonna be organic. I think I have a pic, like a lot of artists. I feel like we have a picture of ourselves as like what we want to come off as, and it takes time, work, and effort. And me, like, still pushing myself when I don't exactly sound like that or I exactly portray what I thought I was going to. So I feel like I'm in that motion of just like, epic. Let me put it out. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me just, like, you know, if I want to just mess around and scream sometimes, or if I want to just, like, Goof off and make an unserious song. Like I'm just trying to like be more embracive to myself to like not think so much because I'm definitely overthinking mm-hmm. all
0: this Yeah, I think that honestly, I think that's the hardest part of making art it's just like just doing it. Sometimes like yeah. like sometimes you'll get up in your head and be like, oh, it's not perfect. Oh, it's not this or that. But just like that's what separates artists from people who just like think about what they could be doing is like people who actually go out and do it. And, right. Like, Maybe you'll make mistakes along the way, but that's part of the artist process.
1: Exactly. Learning it, so. I feel like we like strive for that perfect moment so much, but like I feel like when artists get to that peak, they're always looking back at when they were raw or when they mm-hmm. weren't.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: that's what people resonate with, you know? So I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to build that up within myself. Like, girl, put it out. Put it put out. <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, kind of for production, do you have, like, a go-to producer or set of producers that you kind of, like, like working with?
1: I don't at the moment. I've worked with so many different people. Um, i work with so many different people, but it hasn't been, like, one person that I locked in with, like, super consistently. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely like that, but I feel like that's definitely more me than them. Like, I have a producer. His name is Pigs. He's based in L.A., and he's mm-hmm. really great sends me stuff but I'm so like for the moment that I'll be like I could get a pack of beats and I'll love them all and then just be like oh I'm not inspired by that right now and I'll come back to you know sometimes that never happens but I have like yeah I have a couple of different producers that I really like I really want to maybe lock in consistently but right now I just kind of bounce around first Mm -hmm. be up but I do want to lock in with somebody.
0: somebody um I kind of do want to talk about Delaware a bit because I don't think I've ever met someone from Delaware. Yeah. Um, you're to take us and all the listeners to Delaware. Like, what, what, what places do we have to stop by to get the full experience?
1: Oh, okay. Where would I take? I, I. It's sad to say because it's really not that much to do here. <laughs> um, like, because uh, gotta represent. We have. We do have like an arcade. We okay. do. We don't have really, like, I noticed, like, the infrastructure of North Carolina is so many different places to, like, um, execute artistically and, like, Mm -hmm. go for different stuff like that. We do not have a lot here um, of that, but we are very close. We're very close to everything. So, usually, like, if, say, if a friend comes, like, I live 30 minutes from Philly. Uh Um, I'm two hours from New York. I'm two hours from D.C. So, I'm, like, Mm -hmm. really close by a lot of stuff but we don't have like a big attraction here we probably got some good food places that i would take you and yeah (laughs) we don't even really we have an art museum but we don't have like a lot of um just big uh, creative things to do here or like Mm club parties and stuff like that we don't have a lot of that
0: you gotta fill me in on the food you can't just skip over that oh yeah you got a name
1: (laughs) drop we got, some, we got some cute food places, though. I'll give Delaware that, for sure. And then we're close to stuff. And then, honestly, there is a very cool creative scene here. Like, just mm-hmm. from me up here and knowing different people and starting off my artistic journey home, mm-hmm. um, the actual just creatives themselves stand out. It's not much opportunity for in platforms, but mm-hmm. people themselves, like, are definitely executing and doing their thing here. Cool,
0: cool. Um. So I got one last question for you. What What kind of do you appreciate about like North Carolina? Um. Would you say it's that that creative energy? You think it's more of that as well? Um. Anything else you could think of?
1: Yes, I love. I I mean, I think that's number one though. Like because it's just so so many creatives. I always reference the creatives down there that are mm-hmm. like forming different communities, and it's so um it's so many different types like it's like something for everybody and something Mm. type of community like if you wanted to go to a rock show one night or Mm. to any different type of stuff you can do it down there and i just love love how vibrant north carolina is and just booming with amazing creatives like so that is that's pretty much my favorite part of like my whole experience of living down there the communities uh venues like the pinhook and the fruit that work yeah
2: the fruit is good
1: yeah, that's important. Radio stations that mm-hmm. support artists. It's just like it's a it's a lot. Um it's it's so much pressure on artists. And I feel like being in places that kind of just give you that little push or they're at least giving you the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes a long way. So yeah, I love the creative there, love the creative scene there the most out of anything.
0: Nice. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that?
1: No, I think everything else we can just rock out with the show.
0: Okay, okay. Um, can you tell the people where they can find you? Social media, whatever.
1: Yes, y'all can find me everywhere at Jasmine D-A-S-M-Y-N-M-I-L-A-N. J A S M Y N M I L A N. That's on every platform. My Instagram is Trailer Trash, but if you look up Jasmine I'll still be there. So anywhere you want to find me, you can.
0: Cool. Thank you for talking uh, with me today. And yes. um, if y'all are interested in seeing her live, um, she's gonna be a double barrel night one um february 16th 13 dollars for just that night or 22 for both nights at king and downtown rally hope to see y'all there and i can't wait to see you perform yes
1: thank you so much
0: hello everyone this is a quick interlude Um, we actually have two interviews in this off the record episode um celebration of double barrel Um, two interviews two nights of the show enjoy the next interview Hello, everyone. This is a new another episode of Off the Record. Today, I'm here with Juice Lord, who will be at Double Barrel. Um, I sure will. <laughs> <laughs> um, to start off the interview, I want to ask you, well, you had a previous interview with us in 2021. Um, Since that year, what has changed in your life, or your, your music career, or whatever?
3: Ah, man. Well, life is ever evolving. So... I would say since 20, because it's 2020. Wow, time's just passed. It's 2020. I nah, know. <laughs> Jeez, yo, wow. It's like, oh man, that has been so. Well, you know, um, since then, I, I've i garnished a lot of attention uh, as far as like industry wise. And I have traveled much more of mm-hmm. the United States performing. And it's been. Uh, that time has been an immense time of growth for me, my career. Uh, a lot of a lot of growth happened within that time.
0: Okay, what are some of the places notable places you hit? For um, Denver, Denver,
2: okay.
3: Denver, Denver. Yes, yes. I have to. The energy that goes there was amazing. The energy that there is phenomenal.
0: Um, so you kind of already mentioned, but, um, you've performed that you've been pretty much all around North Carolina at this point from Cats yeah. Cradle to Motorco, the to Hopscotch, the Kings, to Pinhook, to et cetera, et cetera. I could keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it like from like the, let's say you're waking up the day of the performance. What's kind of your, like your routine to kind of get you ready and like have that energy for you, for your fans later on? You after? know,
3: you know the day of a performance I usually wake up and uh I try and eat the day of a performance I try to eat. It's weird I try to eat light at the beginning of the day but uh-huh. every right beforehand. Um for obvious reasons. Uh but I try to eat lightly and I try to like Like if there's newer songs that I'm doing, I you know might run through them in my head. I do a lot of like constant Mm practice and a lot of constant, constant. Like I know people probably see me in Walmart. Like, what is that? Like, is he all right? Because (laughs) I'm, you know, like I'm in my own world. You know, just enjoying the craft. So when I'm writing a song, I go over it a lot. So if I plan on showing people something new, I probably go over it a bunch of times. And um. I really always want to focus on being able to put on the best show that I can put on, like possible. So uh, whether it's picking up um, trinkets or items that I might throw in the crowd or, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, gifts or whatever, pirate flags, whatever it is, like just getting the the last little pieces together. So that everything visually and physically feels like I wanted to feel for
0: people mm-hmm. kind of talking about like all the um aesthetics you have around your show. um, you call your fans pirates and yes. for the um the advert you did for your collab show at Kings, you <laughs> had <laughs> a funny skit pulling up in your whip um what what kind of about about pirates kind of inspires you and makes you kind of want to take on. That kind of
3: persona you have know, pirate um more of a, you know we're not perfect, not good guys not bad guys
2: mm-hmm.
3: and the uh the rules of the land are unfair,
0: yeah, okay
3: but on the sea it will be our rule and uh that's why I say uh we are pirates, our rules are the rules because I feel like following the quote unquote rules of uh, our establishment that we are currently under Mm -hmm. doesn't always benefit the people it's supposed to protect. Mm -hmm. And in that case, we are pirates because our ideal is, you know, we are people and we're gonna protect each other. We are people and we're gonna take care of each other. And that's what needs to happen. So it's you know it's a community and we mm-hmm. are a community of people who just yeah seven C's, you know
0: <laughs> yeah I feel like especially uh your shows you make sure to like you're not a huge political person but you make sure to include everyone whether yeah. that what whatever race they are whatever um sexuality they are you make sure to include people which i really appreciate because sometimes hip-hop can kind of feel a- alienating to certain people
3: yeah and i, mean, I wish i could curse because i would curse right there but um <laughs> yeah no that's trash
0: it is that's it
3: trash. is like music is supposed to be venting. it's for everybody that's why you know i consider myself yeah they're an aggressive place but look around you and see who's getting to who's finally getting to be aggressive Mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying, this is a place for you, this is why we are pirates, because we take care of anybody who feel like they haven't been taken care of it's not, if you come in the one thing you're going to have is a safe space and I can guarantee you that
2: exactly, exactly
3: so that's, you know yeah, that's not a thing that I do on purpose, I just stand up for people who need to be stood up for Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm.
3: and that's my political stance Fight, fight for the little guy I with yeah
0: <laughs> um we kind of going back to that short promo it was really creative because I feel like even for like bigger artists I feel like they always take themselves just too seriously when it comes to like promoting their music and stuff like that and just to see some where you can just have a good laugh at was nice um, what what kind of goes into like kind of building your image and what kind of Juice Lord is kind of kind of like? Uh,
3: elaborate. What do you mean by that?
0: Basically, what I basically what I'm trying to say is like, how do you kind of put push yourself as someone who's more kind of relatable? Like, do you do that kind of more on purpose? Because a lot of musicians will kind of like themselves to be like someone like other I'm better than you, like like I don't live a regular life like you do. Like but you kind of seem more of an approachable person, what
3: I'm trying to say. Because I am. It's like that's the other stuff is trash. Like (laughs) uh, like just to be honest, like I have this saying, I got like a couple of sayings that I got written on my wall. Uh You know, one is about like greatness and the saying Mm -hmm. about greatness is uh Martin Luther King could have been a barber. And I say that to say he could have been like, I'm that you see what's going on? I'm not going out there. That's yeah, that's crazy. I want to cut this hair, and you know, you gotta make that just means you gotta make a decision to be known, you gotta make a decision to be heard and to be great. You gotta make that decision every uh-huh. day. And then the other thing is celebrities aren't bad, we just deserve better celebrities. I agree, like like being famous shouldn't mean that people can't talk to you you know what I'm saying uh-huh, uh-huh. Like being famous shouldn't mean that you take more time like people are like oh well," and not that I'm famous I, I, am, I am becoming more well known but I'm not famous you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. but the goal is to get there
2: mm-hmm. and,
3: and the problem is on the way there when people receive a couple of accolades and things good start happening then they start to you see them kind of mutate
2: yeah 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 to this
3: thing Uh, and it's like wow like but that'll never happen to me because i think that is trash (laughs) i think that's trash (laughs) it's like yo like people like oh i don't owe them anything and it's like yeah yeah yeah, you kind of do you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like so what you gotta stand outside in the cold and sign a couple of hats sign the hats Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get you good to go to a million dollar mansion that that's afforded to you by these people showing you that love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So nah, it's not a it's not a. This is really how I feel. This is who I am. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's not to say I I know your question was, do you fabricate yourself? But it was like I I, my internet personality is, hey, if you feel something and you feel the need to tell somebody, then tell everybody. Mm, Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell everybody, sometimes sometimes you just gotta be like, hey, I'm not feeling good mentally right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I just made the best song I think I ever made. And, I, <laughs> and these, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, How yeah. you feel, just put it up there. And because we are powers, we are community, we do love each other. When I am down, they help me come back. They help me, they help push me back up. They help me feel better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've created a space in which, when they down, they know they could come to me, whether it's come to shows or come to my Instagram and message me. Is who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's how you're supposed to be.
0: Yeah, you. Yeah, doing good with your platform. Exactly. Um, I kind of want to talk about one of my favorite songs from you. Um, vent. I think you mm-hmm. cover a lot of great topics as a a banging chorus. I really hope. You play it at Double Barrel. Um, I will.
3: I will. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you were writing the song, did you kind of have like a, a spark that kind of like, oh, I need to, need to write about this? Like, did you have like a, like, I need a vent, basically, <laughs> about these topics? Did you kind of have a moment for that?
3: So the beat played, right? Mm -hmm. This this is the easiest thing. At the the time, I was working at the mall at a kiosk, and I used to basically, like, beg people to buy fake jewelry. You know what (laughs) I mean? And and I'm walking around. But, you know, the thing about working at the mall was you saw so many different people. And I'm one of the people who, like, um, I think that when people say older rappers are trash, Mm -hmm. I think that the reason that 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 even sometimes have a little has a little bit of validity is because they stop experiencing the world. The -hmm. more the world you experience, the better your music is going to be if you're good at making music. You know what I mean? You have to you have to consume in order to regurgitate put out. So, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, all of that goes to say, um, what was the question? Basically, random. I just want to
0: like, I think you said you were talking about the beat that kind of inspired you. To
3: oh, yeah. yeah. Seeing all of the people in the mall, so yeah. many people, so many people in the mall. And like, you know, I would just, I would see people argue, people be upset. And I would mm-hmm. like be like, wow, that reminds me of this person. That reminds me of that person. And I got this beat and I'm walking around in kiosks. And the first words I could think of is this from my, on their grind till they lost their mind. And it's mm-hmm. like, Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know I'm saying like, because that's what I'm I'm working around like I'm trying mm-hmm. to do my best, like, like, trying to make music happen, but still working at this kiosk and your job is in basically to embarrass yourself until you get in a situation in which you're not embarrassed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm working like hard, trying to make these things happen. So I can make this one thing happen. And you know, it, it starts pushing you mentally. So that was the first words I could think of. And then it goes to like just all of the stuff that I like experienced in my life that I just feel like I just got to get like the word. This is really not fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like this is just not like, and I think I'm calling the song mint. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, yo, this is just a song about all of the stuff in the world where I'm like, man, you know, like. When I talk about like soldiers coming home and, and 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 the United States doesn't take care of these people mm-hmm. who you've convinced that that you know committing these things that they do, they're helping the country and then you just leave them with nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say something about that. That's why it's mm-hmm. in the song. You know, and I address a lot of situations that I just feel like wow, these these situations shouldn't exist. I should probably do a two of that song now that I think about it. <laughs> make that like a reoccurring thing, cause it's a lot of things that I just just feel real upset about in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. wish the world was more fair for everybody.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Um, you posted yeah, that's how a 20... <laughs> <laughs> now you put a. I could tell you put a put a lot of a thought and a lot of emotion when into that song, so that makes sense. Um. You posted a twenty twenty three recap on your Instagram recently, mm. and you kind of talked about some of the struggles you had. But you said despite that, you had um you overcame them and did a whole lot in your career that you you never thought you would. Um, where do you mm. kind of find that that energy? Where where like where's that push for you to keep going even when things fall
3: through and
0: things don't happen like you thought they would, like stuff like that?
3: The fact that Martin Luther King could have been a barber. Mm. And it all—it's always, always gonna come back to like, like the other thing. I so I got like a lot of like one-liners, in my, and <laughs> you know, when my friends watch this and hear it, they will be like, "Yeah, he says all of these things like a lot," yeah, because yeah. I I stick by it. But another thing that I like 100% stand by is nobody wants to like watch a movie or read a book where nothing bad happens. Mm. If 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 you if you were meant to inspire people, if that's what your calling is, if inspiring people is what you're supposed to do, then you're gonna have to go through some stuff that's not so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In order to inspire people, you have to be able to. They have to be able to relate to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So everything can't be perfect.
0: Yeah, just how life works.
3: Yeah. What matters is what you do with it, and that's mm-hmm. you know. Well, and that's not like a pull up your bootstraps, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, this is hard. It's hard and not everybody is going to be able to do it very well, like as far as lifing, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. lifing is hard, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's where I pull it from because my music is my real emotions. It's really how I feel. It's really, you know, what goes on in my head, I don't, Mm. I don't approve of, you know, artists who make up stories for music because, I mean, unless it's, like, a story being told, like, on purpose, like, hey, I'm telling a story. Look at this. yeah that's one thing, but, like, to, like, make up a lifestyle for music in order to sell it to me, that's weird because people would inevitably want to be like you. Mm. And if you're painting a picture of a person that you aren't even – yeah you can't even like actively lead these people who are looking for leadership from you because they're looking to be led by somebody you're not.
0: Yeah exactly. Um yeah. <laughs> now you got me thinking I can't even focus on the questions.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so like I said before, um looking forward to your, your double barrel set. Um, what kind of made you want to work with with KNC for this?
3: Cause KNC play me so much, mm. so much. Like, like right now, if I go outside, like it'll be times where I'm outside with my family and I gotta stop and sign an autograph, and or it'll be times where like I'm at a bar and like a mm. group of people walk in and now I can't like really eat how I want to because I got to like like engage with a lot of people you know what mm. I mean and that comes from when I had 15 plays but WKC was playing mm.
2: you know what I
3: mean and and so yeah of course of of course of course and, and still play me like you know what I'm saying like, yeah yeah
2: of course
3: of course because because the other stuff is trash like I was saying like people who don't do like like yo y'all were there like you y'all care and y'all care about what the music was like uh-huh. even you like most people I get I get these interviews and I don't even know how to like put my energy out so much because so many people are like, Oh, you lit. Oh, you turned up. Oh, yeah, yeah. but you like, you're like, hey, that's all that's fire. You are lit. But like hey, what the substance you have. Yeah, I like, exactly. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And WKNC has always cared about my substance.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Always. So yeah. Y'all the homies. That's the easiest way to put it. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I could have just been like, oh, because I'm homies. But like <laughs> I had to do the long winded version
0: yeah I'm not a music director myself, but you'd be surprised like how many tracks they have to go through of people sending mm-hmm. their music so like you can played on KNC that means something It really does mm-hmm. you stand mm-hmm. out um, what's kind of what some of your favorite radio stations growing up as a kid? I'm not sure if you lived in North Carolina your whole life, but you shout out some people
3: so I was born in New York, but I moved to here I knew to North Carolina in middle school, so mm-hmm. um. I was there in New York, um, High 97. That was yeah, like, yeah. The, the, you know, that's the biggest thing. High 97 is crazy. But, I mean, for me, I I, I listened to k five like a lot. And um, I, will, I was less of a radio kid. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I was like a listen to it when I was in the car. Mm-hmm. I was like a music video kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like a. That's how I took it, most of my music. So most of the time I listened to the radio. It was in the car, and yeah, yeah. like I wasn't driving. But like as an adult, I listen <laughs> to y'all. Like if 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 the, if the radio is on, cause I mean yeah, usually not on.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I listen to y'all. Because I know y'all going to play the homies. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I know the, no matter what show is on, it's going to be hot.
0: Um, Speaking of homies, um, I feel like you have a lot of other local artists that you collaborate with.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, enjoy. Do you want to maybe shout a few of them out here?
3: Uh, Shout out Brassies Monk. Mm-hmm. Shout out the homie Hazen Pay. Mm-hmm. Shout out John Wilson. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to call out his real name. Because uh, <laughs> so S-K, you're also, also known as SK the novelist. Uh-huh. Uh, shout out Crossbow. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
3: shout out Hard Knocks. I know that's going to mean a lot to them. That's the little homies going to come up. We mm-hmm. shout mm-hmm. people out all day. Shout out Four Flows Entertainment. Not everybody there. Uh, shout out you. Yeah, shout out Appreciate you. It. Appreciate it. You know it. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um. So sadly, I do not have any more questions for you. But is there anything you want to talk about that I didn't get to?
3: Um. Well, you know, when a man and a woman like each other, now I'm just playing. Um. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't have too much to say. Um. People need to be better than each other.
2: Mm-hmm. Music
3: is the most powerful entity in the world.
2: I agree. And if
3: we support the correct artist, then we don't have to worry about the music industry being evil anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind telling all the listeners where they can find you on social media, uh, music oh. platforms, etc.?
3: So everything is streamlined. You can find me everywhere. J-O-O-S-E L O R D Juice Lord in life, baby. You heard it.
0: (laughs) Um, if you want to see the one, the only Juice Lord live, um, you're in luck. Um, coming up this weekend, he'll be a double barrel, he'll be headlining. Oh, oh, um, night two. (laughs) Um <laughs> uh, February seventeenth. Um uh, $13 just for that night, 22 for both, and Kings down in Raleigh. Um hope to see y'all there and thank you so much, you soy, for taking the time of your day to speak to me.
3: Oh yeah, and don't bring your school shoes because we're gonna be in the pit. I love y'all.
0: True, true. Thank y'all for tuning in to this interview. You can check out other interviews at WKNC.org slash podcast. Click on "Off the Record." I'm Kevell A on WKNC, 88.1 FM HD1 Rally. Thank you for listening, and take care.